Pete McCarthy. All right, Mets coming off a 3-1 loss to Madison Bumgarner and the Giants today. They split the four-game series, uh, and Jacob DeGrom, unfortunately, taking his eighth loss on the season. We welcome on right now former general manager of the Mets. Uh, you can hear him on SiriusXM, MLB Network Radio. See him on SNY, one of our favorites here, uh, Mr. Jim Duquette. How are you, Duke? Pete, what's going on, buddy? How you been? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, I am a, a little worried about Degrom's Cy Young Award chances here. Have you yep. have you seen who he's got coming up here in, in yep. these next few starts? He's got every playoff team in the National League. It looks like the Cubs, Dodgers, Phillies, Red Sox, Phillies, Braves, Marlins. The way it lines up right now, according to MLB.com, uh, and, and it feels like he has to win this ERA battle substantially in order to take the Cy Young. Would you agree with that? Um, I would agree. You know, when they say substantially, you know, less, I didn't uh, see well, Scherzer pitches tonight. So, well, Scherzer Nolan went today. They both finished with two point one three ERAs. Okay, so they lowered their so it's about what point four away. Yeah, I think I think in that regard, <clears throat> that's enough. You know, keeping it in in, in that range or point three, that's pretty significant. Uh, I don't know from the voter side of things, you know, how it would go if it was closer closer than that. And I also don't know how it would go if he doesn't get the 10 wins. I think he will get the 10 wins. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the, I think the lowest win total is King Felix a couple years. Uh, I guess it was maybe 08 now, was it? 13? It was a while yeah. ago now, 13 and yeah. 12. Yeah, yeah. So 13 and 12, that's, I think that's the worst record. But I, I honestly think, so. so you're right, it's going to be tough down the stretch. But I, I think it could help his candidacy if he pitches – the way he has and the way he did against, let's say, the Yankees uh, there uh, back a couple starts ago, if he continues to pitch that way against those higher-profile teams too, um, I think it can help him, um, uh, you know, I would say substantially or maybe help get some of the voters um, over the hump if that's the case. I think the key is it's not like you have to convince all of the BBWAA guys, it's 30. It's, 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 the, it's the 30 of them. They're following the sport closer than, let's say, the Hall of Fame vote in some cases where, where you got to get 75% of the vote. Like I, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of different reasons why DeGrom has a better chance. If he just, if he, you know, it's not going to be easy, like you mentioned, but if he can continue that 170, 180 RA, something along, along those lines, and let's say he gets the double figures with wins, which I think it, was, it should, should be attainable despite the fact they can't score any runs for the guy. Who do you think has been the best of the three pitchers this year, uh, Scherzer, I, Nola, or DeGrom? Well, I, I, you know what? i tell you, um, I would have, if you asked me that about three weeks ago, I would have said Scherzer. Um, just just watching them, watch, you know, like, you know, when you see, you see how it's gone. And then, but then as we've seen more and more of DeGrom, I actually think DeGrom's uh, year has been better. And, and it's close, but... Uh, you know, and and usually they are, my tendency was well. Listen, you got to count wins for something, even though we don't we don't count them as much. I mean, hoping your team win and get close to the postseason or into the postseason, it should matter. It hasn't, but if if that can be the equalizer, like if you're going up against Scherzer and he gets 20 wins, uh, that that's that's almost impossible to overcome. It can be, but it's almost it's very difficult to do. And when you have a low ERA too, and you're the reigning you know, two times Cy Young award winner. So I think that, that you know, the voters can certainly go away from that. The guy that I would be a little, little concerned about is Nola, if I'm DeGrom, just because he pitched well again today, and that was a, that was a pretty big uh, outing that the Phillies needed, and he's been, he's been fantastic. Now, his numbers for me, when you, when you just put them up and stack them up against DeGrom, I think they fall short of him. 
uh, as well. So I, I would, it's a long-winded answer, obviously, yeah. but I, I actually think when I look at DeGrom over the season and compare him to the other two, he has pitched better than them. But do you think the standings should matter for the Cy Young? I can, I can see it mattering for the MVP, but for yeah. the Cy Young, it's just who's the best pitcher, isn't it? It's, it's definitely more uh, tailored to the, you know, the individual, and it's been that way. And so I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I'm just saying how I've, how I've seen it, you know, it, it's difficult to overcome a guy who's got a, let's say in Scherzer's case, he gets to it. He's at a two-one, a two-one-five ERA hypothetically, and he gets to twenty wins. I mean, that is that's hard to over because twenty wins these days. I mean, you just aren't going to see. But it's meaningless, Duke. What's that? It doesn't matter. We're watching the yeah. He'd have twenty wins if he was pitching for one of these other teams right now. It's not his that, fault. And that's his best case. <laughs> you know, that, that, and I think the worst that the offense does when he pitches is actually also compelling for him. You know, this guy continued to pitch at a high level mm-hmm. with with stressful innings, uh, without any run support whatsoever. He was able to maintain it. Oh, by the way, he, he, the guy stepped his game up when there were runners in scoring positions. Numbers mm-hmm. runners in scoring position are you know are are ridiculously good. Like there's there's a very good case um, and a compelling case for Degrom to be the guy. In addition to the fact that he's pitched better than them, so, and the defense stinks too. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for reminding me. We've had to watch it all summer, <laughs> you and I both. So it's 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 been it's uh, for me again. It's in Degrom's hands. If he goes down, if he pitches just the way he has. By the way, I didn't think today, even though he ended up with a good result, I didn't think today was one of his better outings, especially early on. He struggled with his command. We saw some deep counts. You know, the pace wasn't quite as good. Mm-hmm. He found it, and that's what's so amazing about this guy. Even early on when he doesn't necessarily have it, he finds it. Um, and, and he still got tremendous results. So, I, you know, for me, I'm biased. I would vote for – if I had a vote, I would vote for him, and I think he's deserving of it. I'm very unbiased, so I'll cover that part of it. But oh, good, <laughs> yeah, you never see uh, four walks for uh, DeGrom like today, and like you said, still uh, able to, to pitch well at the end of the day. Uh, as we chat with Jim Duquette, uh, Sirius XM SNY, how about Jeff McNeil? Are you buying in right now to what you're seeing from this young second baseman? <laughs> well, I, I will say this. Uh, when I got the evaluation from a couple of scouts who saw him, they made the comparison to, for me uh, to T.J. Rivera, but from the left side. And as I've watched him, I mean, I, it's not a bad comp overall, but I think I think McNeil's going to be a better hitter. And, and Rivera's a pretty good hitter. But I also think he's a better defender. He's a, he's, a, he's a gamer, man. I love it. I don't know what kind of power he's going to have. He's shown some pretty good raw power. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I, it's going to be. I think he's certainly put himself on the radar for for me to consider uh, have, having him be the everyday guy going into next year. But you better have some protection just in case. That that's that's how I would view it uh, overall. I like the swing. I love the makeup. I love everything that you see about him. I love how he hangs in there in a the double play. He hung in there again on a the double play today, uh, where he, you know he's getting crushed sometimes when the throw comes from Frazier. You know, it's just you see that and you go, yeah, this guy has what you want in a major leaguer, and I do think that the the bat's going to play. I, I mean, I he put he makes contact. It's exactly what the Mets need yes. in their lineup is a guy that can actually make contact too. So, I'm I'm more 
bullish on him than some of the scouts that I spoke to before he came up. And isn't that interesting? It feels like a lot of the players that have come up over the years, they end up being the opposite or different than what you hear scouting-wise. Yeah. Easy example, Michael Conforto, oh, he's going to be a liability in the outfield. He's played center field at a high level. Dom Smith, oh, can't miss defender at first, hits for average, we're not sure about his power. The yeah. one thing that's gone well for him is he's yeah, hit some home runs uh, up at the, the big league level. Is that is that something that happens all across the league or has this been an issue for the Mets in assessing their own talent? Well, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a very valid point because I remember Conforto at the time, they said he didn't, they didn't think he was ready. And I remember seeing him at the futures game. I'm like, Oh no, he's, he's definitely ready. Like, like his, he had an advanced approach offensively. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I, it's a very, um, it's a, there's a little bit more complication I think there when you look at it, because I do think other teams have, Similar issues when it comes to evaluating, and, and sometimes when you see your guys more often, um, you see the weaknesses more than you see the strengths. I think that's kind of natural, right? When you're around somebody a little bit more, you mm-hmm. see you see the uh, you see more of the, uh, the the things that bother you than the things that that are good. But I I will say this: uh, we saw it with Harvey when he first came up. If you remember, I mean, they, oh, number three starter. Oh, that was, those first couple of years, this guy was a, a number one. I mean, he was one of the, about as good. And same when you kind of look at it with with Degrom too. So, yeah, I think that there have been some some misevaluations along the way. Um, and clearly with McNeil, you know. And, and by the way, we haven't see, we've seen this before too. Guys come up, they have a you know a nice run, um, you know, and then they kind of settle in as the league starts to find out about them. That's why I'm hedging my bet a little bit with the kid, but. Um, I think, um, you know, as he goes through his, his struggles at some point, um, he has the type of swing that doesn't go into longer funks. Yeah, and I, I agree with you completely. And, and, yeah, you make a great point on that. We saw a little bit of that with Brandon Nimmo, where eventually yeah. there's a correction, and you got to see if the guy can adjust. And, unfortunately, just when it appeared Nimmo had adjusted, he got uh, yeah. hit in the hand and, and is now on the DL. But one more on McNeil, and this is more a general baseball question. Do you believe there are some guys – that can play above their numbers, let's say, in terms of what their approach is. And one thing that stood out to me with McNeil is sometimes you see the big uppercut swing and it looks like he's fishing for a homer. And sometimes in RBI situations, hit the line drive early in the count, aggressive. He's very situational in a way that you don't often see uh, from a lot of players, especially first coming up. Especially a young guy, like you said, you know like that's that's where you know his approach has been a little more advanced than I than I was led to believe, and I think you know really what we can go on is what we've seen, and and we've definitely seen that in the early going here um, that you know he's you know has a knack in that area, and he's not afraid in the right count to take a little bit more aggressive swing and see if he can, you know, hit the ball a little further, drive the ball a little bit further. I don't think he needs to do that personally, but, I mean, I, I, I don't mind it. Um, you know, we see a lot more of it from other guys, the less disciplined hitters, you know, swinging for, swinging for the fence or, or having that huge uppercut aggressive swing, you know, on every, on every count and every swing. That drives me, still drives me crazy with all the strikeouts. So, I, 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 to me, he's a, he's a much different animal in that area. Um, you know, and, and so that, and that's why I like the guy a little bit more. He's only struck out, I think, 11 times over his first 100 at bat. Yeah. So 
that's pretty. It's a pretty good rate there too. It would be a top ten rate in all of baseball uh, if uh, you know amongst the qualified hitters. And McNeil would have a, a long ways to go to get those kinds of at bats. But rate wise, it has been impressive. And, and finally, uh, Jim, we have got about a, a minute here. Yep. Uh, at first base, you like the idea of giving Jay Bruce a lot of run at that position, not seeing Pete Alonso uh, for this season. Where do you think the Mets should go there? Well, I, just, I, I, they are pretty aware of uh, Alonso and what he's been doing. I've watched him uh, a little bit. I'm a little concerned about the defense right now, you know, watching him, and I, I think he needs a little bit more time in that area. Uh, you don't have to protect him for this winter. You can always bring him up if he if he made the team out of spring training. So I'm okay with the fact that they haven't brought him up yet. I know others d- disagree on that, but I think they they have a contractual issue that they got to address. And I think one way to do that is to have Bruce play first base a little bit more. So I'm comfortable with it at least for now. And and you can always bring up Alonzo next year. All right, Jim Duquette, uh, outstanding stuff. Sirius XM SNY, and uh, we thank you for the time, Jim. Anytime.